Hello and welcome back to Motherhood Interrupted. I'm your host, Kimberly Levy. Today we're just going to catch up, shoot the, and see how everyone's doing. So let's dive in. Okay, you guys, thank you for joining me. I just wanted to check in and let you know I am still alive and well. And thank you for coming and listening in here I have actually met with a lot of you guys and you were surprised I had a podcast, so that told me it's time to get back to it. So the first thing I have to address is the devastation in Maui. I absolutely cannot believe what is going on in Lahaina and in Maui in general. It is the most tragic, devastating disaster that's happened, and I just wanted to put out there that I am thinking and praying for everyone that's been affected and it's just so many people's happy place that it's hard to even get your mind around what's going on there. As I watch the videos, it's just truly unfathomable, unfathomable. Um, Okay, so switching gears, sharp right. I, I wanted to share with you, so I started this, I started or I recently joined a book club with moms from my kids' school. And it's one of those things I always wanted to do. And I want to know if you guys are in a book club or if you've ever wanted to be in one. Um, For those of you that are curious, like how I was, was just like, what exactly do these women do? Like, do you have to like sit there and like dive into the evaluation of the the characters and be all sophisticated and wear glasses and drink tea. Like, I don't get it. Like, what exactly is this all about? And so anyway, our book club is nothing like that. We literally have the two best leaders and they pick a book once a month and they make it very clear that you can read it or not. And it's really, the spirit of it is really about the women getting together from school because all of us are new to the school. Our kids are in kindergarten. And we go and we meet at the Four Seasons locally or another local kind of restaurant that's super fun. And we drink, sometimes we eat. There's usually like 10 or 20 of us that go. And what I really like that they do is they send out an email and they get a feel for who's coming. So they send out like a Google Forms and you fill out if you're attending or not. And it's just very well organized and I'm super excited and happy to be a part of that group. Um, some of the books, I guess, are a little bit racy, which has been interesting and unexpected. We read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, and that was kind of interesting. It kind of started out a little bit disturbing, but then really became more of like a, a really good love story or two. Um, and then I actually went and read the sequel, which is It Starts With Us. So if you guys are looking to get into reading, This was like a total push for me to get back into reading, but I also realized it's good for me to be modeling that with my kids and like let them see that, you know, mommy actually reads as they're kind of ramping up their reading as well. Um, With that, I actually also listened to The Skinny Confidential and Lauren Bostick was saying how she loves her Kindle and to get the Oasis and to turn off your phone for an hour after 
or sort of like at the end of your day and like put your phone completely away and that's how you'll get back into reading. So I bit the bullet and got the Kindle Oasis and it's arriving today. Um, a big part of me loves reading an actual book. Um, so I don't know, I'm gonna give it a shot. I can let you guys know how it goes, but yeah, so that's kind of that. Um, okay, something else I want to talk to you guys about is I'm reading or kind of listening to a book on tape and my father-in-law sent it to me and it's all it's all about the power of execution and I just thought it was so interesting the book and it's so it's by Kim Perel and if you guys are looking for a motivational book this is definitely a great one I have just like the first 30 minutes I was already captivated by it just because it's like a woman that's a mom CEO, angel investor, and she just talks about, you know, the difference between somebody that is truly, truly successful versus somebody that's a dreamer. And she kind of reminds you that ideas are great, but you're just dreaming if you don't put them into action. And as she was talking and kind of that in combination with some other things, like something clicked for me that's huge and I did take action and I did reach out to certain people and it just like really lit a fire underneath me and I really felt super I don't know motivated and intrigued and empowered by that book I'm still reading it but just in the first 30 minutes it really got me thinking about okay I'm 39 now I just turned 39 and I'm kind of like okay 40s right around the corner. So what exactly should I be kind of manifesting and focusing on? And I do believe in vision boards. I actually created a vision board on my desktop, which has been kind of helpful. Um, also, kind of along the same lines, I think I might release, re-release my... Um, one of my kind of manifestation courses, the Reset Button Bootcamp that I had done a couple years ago, it really, I have to say, like what happened was over the pandemic, I started doing business coaching for predominantly females. And I had released a course all about kind of resetting your life and refocusing your goals. And I really walked you through like a three-day bootcamp of how to tap into your wildest highest dreams that you have for yourself and really work through like releasing any judgment any limiting beliefs that are holding you back from really just identifying super clearly what it is that you would like to go for and i step you through kind of the short-term and long-term milestones so that some of the things that you craft are things that you can do immediately. Some of them are within a year or two, and some of them should be really longer term goals. And I kind of did that as one of my first courses. And what happened was a couple weeks ago, I don't know why, but it just clicked. I'm like, you know, a lot came out of that exercise for me personally, for myself, like not even speaking for anybody else. And so, for example, having baby London, that entire the notion of like really fighting for another baby and going through IVF all came from this exercise because I didn't realize how badly I wanted it until I took the time to go through this course. 
And so that was one huge thing. Um, just some financial goals of mine all started with with this manifestation. Um, starting tennis and joining a country club came from that. There was just a lot there that it's been three years since I had done that exercise and I went back and looked at it and I'm like, oh my God, oh, this podcast came from there. Yes, this podcast. So many different life altering events had come from that boot camp that I had laid out and I had started the boot camp. I actually had started it really just for my own self to kind of like do my own work and self-improvement journey. And then it was so effective or I felt that I'd really been onto something. So I started to teach it. Um, so I have not kind of done a recorded, like I, I was teaching that live, but I actually think what I'll do is go back and re-record it and then have it available for purchase on my website. So a lot of people along the way have been in situations where they're feeling unclear or they're stuck on something or they're just like in a weird transition period. And I've actually kind of walked them through some of the steps, but they really are like, no, I want that course. So I know that it's very effective. I'll probably go back through my own and redo my own mapping and just kind of update it. But if that's something you think you'd be interested in, let me know. And then I will go ahead and put in the time and effort to publish it and sell it again, put it out for sale. So please let me know if that's something that you'd like. Just DM me on Instagram or you know text me if we're friends and let me know because it is time and effort on my part. I have to go and like record the entire thing, write out all the slides again. Uh, there's materials that come with it. It's a full, you know, it really is like a full course. So let me know if that's something that you would like me to re-release and that something that would be of interest to you to kind of tap into as you're looking at your own kind of goals in your life. And if you're not kind of sure how to build momentum and get yourself unstuck, then let me know. Um, okay, another thing I have to say, you guys, I feel like I just want to tell you, if you're home and you are watching other people's fantastic vacations happen, or if that was you this summer, I just want to let you know it's okay. I'm there too. Um, I think it's really hard to watch everybody else like spending tons of money going on all these fabulous vacation. I feel like travel is just more expensive than ever. It's almost like I really believe that these hotels and airlines are looking at their books and they basically stopped their business for a couple of years due to COVID. And now they're trying to like recoup their losses because the hotel prices, like here's a perfect example where Brian and I got engaged and then we got married. At the time it was the St. Regis in Monarch Beach in Orange County, um, Dana Point. And the price of the same room that we have always had, and again, we've gone there for probably a decade now, every year, multiple times a year, Christmas, summer, uh, again, we got married and engaged there. Um, this that hotel that the price of that same room exact same room is like three times the price at least it's insane in fact it might even be closer to four times um so yes i feel like travel is just insanely expensive and 
Brian and I have been in a season of doing like one night trips, just him and I, or like I've done a couple girls trips and it's been amazing. And for us, it's not just the cost of everything, but it's also just the logistics with the baby. Like it's just having a baby and like Carter and Charlotte, it's just a lot of kids to travel with. We were invited to another amazing trip, like a bunch of my friends are on right now. And I would have loved, loved, loved to join them. But I'm like, I can't take them all the way across country. It's in the Bahamas. I'm not gonna like take them on a 10 hour trip. You have to go for like at least a week for it to be worth it. Again, even the expense aside, but plus thinking about the expense. And I feel like I don't wanna travel with the baby. Baby London is now 17 months. So I feel like it's hard enough for Carter and Charlotte to deal with that travel. And then you layer a baby on top of that. And I'm like, it sounds like a nightmare. And so I basically either would have to leave the baby or bring a nanny or a grandparent, then get extra rooms. And it's just like, by the time I'm done with all that, I feel like it's more time and money and effort and stress than it's worth. So that's been kind of a bummer just because I feel like Carter and Charlotte, they're seven and six. I feel like they would have been at a great time to travel to really like do some bigger trips because we've never really taken them on big trips. I would have loved to do some bigger trips with them, but you know, we just decided it's not our year. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to any of you guys out there that are like kind of sitting there in envy and like, we can't afford to take a trip like that. Or, you know, I work or whatever your reason is that you're not taking those trips also. I just want to let you know, you're not alone. It feels like every single person went to Taylor Swift. Every single person was in Europe. Every single person was in Hawaii, not to hit on a sore subject or Cabo. And it was just like, I feel like this year people just went crazy traveling and it's so fun and I'm so happy for them. Like, it's really awesome that they got to go and like do the thing. But for us, let's see, we did, I did Usher with two of my girlfriends, um, which was amazing, by the way. It was so fun. One night in Vegas, amazing. Um, so we did that. And then Brian and I went to Napa with a couple that, we just absolutely love and we did the French laundry. So that whole thing, oh my God, I gotta tell you about. Okay, first of all, French laundry for me was like definitely something that is on the on the bucket list. And I would have, oh, baby London's waking up. I would have never, uh oh, sorry, I just dropped my phone. Um, I would have never kind of gone for it, but because my friends were, super they're big winos we're not really and they're really really well versed on napa and like all the wineries they're well connected and then the french laundry they've been to many times and they're like yeah there's this amazing like truffle and caviar tasting and i'm like okay they're like we have to go it's the best trip and i'm like okay you know what if they're saying we have to go and we get to go with them because they know exactly what to do there, like you gotta go. And so it was super expensive, I'm not gonna lie. It was a fortune. It was um, $1,500 a person. Wait, sorry, I lied. It was $1,200 a person plus a $500 optional wine tasting that is a pairing. 
Uh, I could have done without that myself just because I can't drink that much. I just don't have that tolerance. But I know that I know my audience and I know who I'm with. So I was like, I'm not going to rain on their parade. We're going to be team players. So we went for it. Um, Actually, when we got there, they're like, do you want to do the $500 additional wine tasting, the $1,000 or the $1,500? It's like above and beyond. So above and beyond your $1,200 dinner, you could add on a $500, $1,000 or $1,500 wine pairing with it, which is crazy. It's absolutely insane. Anyway, it was 12 courses, I think. And so I know from my mother-in-law, because she's an amazing chef and she cooks a ton, I have been like prepped for this moment. And so I knew the strategy going in was going to be all about just take one bite, one bite, one sip. That's the only way you can make it through like a three hour dinner that has that much food. And so that's what I did. And I have to tell you of me and Brian and our two friends, I definitely did the best in terms of being able to eat everything and being able to like get through all of the wine pairings without being like disgustingly like, oh my God, I cannot, I can't even eat another thing. Um, So I got to say, if you go to any dinner, it doesn't have to be like that crazy. But if you go, if you ever go to a dinner that has so much amazing food and you, you don't know how to handle it. What you do is you take one bite of everything. And like, if there's, if you don't wanna waste food, you can like have your husband share something with you. Like for example, babe, let's share this piece of chicken because I just wanna try it. Or let's try this amazing cornbread or whatever the heck it is. You share it with somebody so that you're not wasting food when you take a helping of it. And I will say, let's see, we had like Wagyu, we had caviar everywhere, truffle, like crazy, like go look on my Instagram if you haven't seen it already, but it was truly truffle and caviar heaven. And it was just beyond, beyond, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like decadent, just, just so overindulgent, so incredible, um, do you have to do it? I mean, for that price, I feel like it needs to be like a 40th or 50th birthday, like some, or like, you know, a parent, something like that. Oh, we stayed at Yauntville, Hotel Yauntville. I loved it. I'm very particular about my hotels and I loved it. We stayed in like some kind of a suite, I think. It was really because that was all that was available. I didn't even realize it till we got there. But the other hotels, Bartisono is another great one. They're sister properties, and that one's in walking distance if you're going to go to the French Laundry. That was amazing. Um, That hotel's amazing as well. So, yeah, I loved Hotel Yauntville. They just redid their pool. If you're looking for a nice little romantic getaway with you and your husband or just a couple girlfriends, like maybe like a spa weekend, it reminds me of Montecito, but with more wine and... um, just like not stressful, just very peaceful. Uh, Yeah. So that was our Napa trip. That was probably our big summer highlight. Again, we only stayed for one night. Oh, one little drama that happened though. Oh my God. So we're on the way. So we get a car from Bartisono, our friend's hotel, and it picks us up and we got a car because it was the same price as a taxi. And we were like, we might as well just make sure that like it's you know, it's a nicer car, but it's also like gonna show up on time and get us there to the hotel or to the airport on time. So we flew out of Oakland. So we're 
first of all, it was supposed to be like an hour and 15 minutes and it was already gonna, it, like I saw the guy's traffic estimate and it said like an hour and 50. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And we're driving and like we're 30 minutes away probably and our flight left at 5.30 and we were gonna arrive at five. So we were already cutting it close now that you know an additional 30 minutes plus of traffic was added. And so, but I'm like, okay, it's Southwest. We're not checking a bag. It should be fine. We should be fine. And I also made sure not to get the last flight out in case we missed it. Pro tip, by the way. Um, so yeah, so anyway, we are almost, we're like two thirds of the way there. And Brian looks at me, he goes, weren't we on the other side of that building or like these pillars or whatever? And I'm like, look up. I'm like, I have no idea. I was like napping. And he says something, he goes, sir, he says to the driver, he goes, what airport are we going to? And the guy goes, oh, San Francisco airport, sir. And Brian's like, we're supposed to be going to Oakland airport. <sighs> I don't know how that man knew, like how Brian figured that out, but he had some kind of like, some, he, he just, he just knew it was wrong. He goes, yeah, I was looking at this for a while thinking, that maybe we're going to the wrong airport. I'm like, babe, you should have spoken up sooner. The guy, the driver was so amazing. He turns around, somehow whips around. I don't know what happened, but he was driving and he got us there. Long story short, we get to the airport at five o'clock anyway to Oakland, just in the nick of time. Thank God Brian noticed this. We could have missed our flight. They were boarding. Thankfully it was like not bad to get through security and all that stuff, thank goodness. But we ended up making our flight, but it was just like the craziest kind of drama on the way back that I just like, it was a lot. Um, all right, so really that's all the time I have for today. I know this was kind of a quick hitter. I actually wanted to talk to you guys about your relationship. I haven't really spoken with you guys so much about kind of marital relationships, but something came up I do wanna chat with you maybe on a next episode which is around just overall communication with your spouse and like learning how to really speak up because I had a really interesting experience with a friend of mine that was just kind of in a rough patch, I'd say, with her husband and was really contemplating separation and divorce. And, um, you know, I just, we had a really, really good discussion that I feel like needs to be had and I don't hear it that often. Uh, kind of candid conversation. So look forward to that on another episode coming up. But with that, I got to run because baby London is up from her nap. Um, also remind me next time when we chat to tell you about our cheerleading experience, because that was something we, uh, yeah, that's a journey we embarked on. And I have to share what's going on with that. And I want to hear back from you guys. If you've cheerleaded, I want to hear if you're putting if you're if you have ever cheerleaded and you have a daughter. I would like to know if you would if you are open to putting your daughter in cheerleading or not. I don't have a cheerleading experience myself, but I'll explain why I considered this for Charlotte and what we're doing with it and I just really want to hear back from you guys, so please send me a note if you hear this part of the podcast. Please send me a note and let me know what your thoughts are and again, next time I'll get into the details of it. And with that, have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please send this around to your friends. Send the episode around to your friends. And also please rate us five stars on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys listen. Have a great day. 
All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week.